Welcome to another episode of Hyperpathetical, where this week the theme is 90s. Ooh. Wait, Does anyone want to start? Wait, the theme is 90s? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? The what, theme yeah, was? what do you think the theme was? I thought the theme was meat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 90s and meat episode. Let's do it. Hybrid episode. Hybrid. Um, so, uh, as well as the normal boys here, we've also got our mate, uh, Luke. Hey, what's up? Hello, Luke. So, um, we didn't brief you. Um, we didn't ask you to make a hypothetical before the episode. So, yeah. if you want, just during the episode, you can um, think of your own. Sure, why not? Whether it's 90s related or meat themed. Mm, mm, okay. So, um, starting off this week... Who wants to go? Shall we get the meat question out of the way? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear a meat question. I'm not gonna Neither lie. Okay. Hypothetically, if it was completely hundred percent safe and of course it wouldn't hinder you in any way. <laughs> it's like he's gonna have us eating our own meat. Yes. <laughs> you eat your own meat. Let's say you had something that like, it's like some machine that takes a bit of your blood. Oh God. Or just, just like a sample of DNA and then just like grows the meat. Oh, right. I see. Yeah. The, like boning, boning. Yeah, but it's your meat. So is it this hypothetical situation where you have a machine that can make infinite food for you, but you can't eat, you can only eat your own meat? <laughs> no, okay. It, it can't make in, infinite. You still have to like some putting like some artificial protein or just like some powdery substance so, so like yeah. feed it feed it all the ingredients that it needs for like muscle growth some sort but it's like very efficient and it's kind of ecological would would you do it would you grow your own own meat <laughs> okay so i don't think i would I have no problem with like the ethics of it, like, I, but I don't think I would eat my own meat just because I'm in such horrible shape that I don't think my meat would taste good. I think my. I feel like the thought of eating like human, anyways, is kind of like revolting. I personally don't see myself like participating in cannibalism in any sort of way. Even if you're I, I, making it to be like, you know, it's like you're growing stem cells and then it's creating meat. It's kind of cannibalism. And should that be like warranted within a society? Because like, it's, if say, for example, there'll be fanatics, right? Like there is for everything, right? Imagine yeah, that, I, like people- I, I imagine it would probably like- It would spark something. 
See, if no one's getting hurt, because it's, like, lab-grown, I, I have no, like, ethical problem with it, to be honest. But what I'm saying is, with, with, a uh, if you're growing it, so, I, I don't know how this is even going to transpire, but if you had a machine, say, in your house, like, everyone had one, right? You're going to get a camp of people that are going to take care of it a bit too far, I think. Okay, I can imagine, I can imagine it would spawn some, like, meat trade. Oh like, yeah, and like certain races or something would have like, it would be like, like worth more or something like that. Like, would you, would you not want to get some celebrity meats? Or that too, yeah. <laughs> have a Matt Damon burger. Have a little bit of Yeezy. I mean, we, we've already had, <laughs> we've already had Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle. So I mean, I'm sure she'll try to push something like that. The oh yeah. Thing. <laughs> also, also, okay, I just Google it, and cannibalism, according to Wikipedia, is defined as act of consuming another individual. Oh. Oh. We found so a loop after it. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Do, does, it, does it solve world hunger? Is this something we wake up one day and inventors created this? Within a week, everyone's got them. No, we don't let the poor have them. <laughs> Uh, yes, Chris, you're now welcoming to the Republican Party. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to all just hang out by our pool, eat our, eat our steaks made of us and various other Republican donors. It, it was like that guy who, fo who fought his racist, so he went out to like a lot of people of race and then find out he's not racist, he just hates poor people. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Let's not delve any deeper into that one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where I finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how does it taste, I think, is the other thing. Uh, well, it depends how you spice it. I would have thought it would depend on the person, right? Yeah. I heard that uh, skin or like human meat is uh, rather like kind of like pork. It's kind of salty. Also, I was going to say, Chris, um, just just because like you wouldn't want to necessarily eat your like you eat yourself doesn't mean that your DNA wouldn't produce good tasting meat. If you get what I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, just, I just feel my meat would be a bit greasy. Like I'd have like a slice of one of you guys. No, no it, it wouldn't because like. It it's untarnished. Like, it's like your yeah, fresh it's DNA. Untarnished. It's untarnished by your diet. Unless your diet's so bad it erodes your DNA. <laughs> Probably. You know the way I live. <laughs> My poor boy. <laughs> you probably eat better than me, though. So I just drink fish sauce out of the bottle for nutrients. <laughs> I've gotten so much fish sauce. <laughs> strong like me. I will become the fish. <laughs> is that, it's like, Chris, is that it's your like aim? Aquaman origin story when he was a small, he fell into a bucket of fish sauce. That, okay, on the topic, I watched um, Jurassic World, I watched a clip from Jurassic World, and you get this scene, you have these fucking raptors, and you're like, oh shit, these raptors are scary. Then you get the... Cretaceous Rex or whatever they call it. It's this huge dinosaur and you're like, oh fuck, this is scary. 
Then they bring out the T-Rex from the original films and they all start fighting, right? And then in the climax of the fight, he knocks it into a wall. And then an even fucking bigger dinosaur comes out of the ocean and eats it. And that scenario, mm-hmm. you want to be the uh, you want to be the ocean dinosaur. There's always <laughs> so a dinosaur fish. Would you eat dinosaur meat? Probably. Um, I'd want to try it. I mean, arguably we do now. Because uh, people think... eat. I mean, we eat chicken, so. That's what I was gonna say. We eat chicken. We uh, I know there's places where we eat alligator and stuff like that, crocodiles. Dude, I I want to try some alligator or crocodile. Like I'd be on that shit. I heard it's uh, pretty gamey. You know, I don't think I've had enough gamey food to understand what exactly gamey is. I'm not sure either. I'm not gonna pretend like I know. It's 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 gamey like. They put it on your point and you have to win rock, paper, scissors against it. Things. I have such stubby fingers, I always throw rock. Okay, so imagine, I think the way game tastes is like, imagine the taste of chicken. Now that dial that up to 10, and you've left it in a shed for a day. That's what game tastes like. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Yeah, it's not, well... It's an acquired taste for... <laughs> you just said, oh yeah, yeah it's like food. really bland and old. It sounds like yeah. smoked chicken. Can you smoke a chicken? I mean, sure, you can smoke anything. I think, yeah. I watched a man smoke a Twix once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> I love smoke stuff. Anyway, back to the back to the question at hand. Um, what are we all thinking? I wouldn't eat my would own you... meat, but I would eat someone else's. Okay. I I would <laughs> say if it Chris goes on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say if it solves world hunger, I'd be pro it. But as someone who doesn't eat a lot of meat anyway, I think I'd avoid it. I think I'd avoid it for at least the first 10 years of it existing. I just think it's a bad idea, to be honest. I I feel like the power could... I think it can fall into the wrong hands. I feel like people might mistreat it. And again... What are you... No social impact, would you? Well, for the environmental impact, sure, yeah, I think it's it's a great idea. Obviously, people could just self-sustain at that point. But I'm just scared that people might misuse the, uh, you know, the the technology, yeah. keep people, like, like, you know, capture people for their meat, and then, like, keep them in, like, a basement or some <laughs> shit. I mean, it's like, that's like the, the uh, what's it called? The... The preview that we've seen it seems to hint at uh, with the Maiden demo for uh, Resident Evil 8. Uh, you're a lady or a guy that's uh, being held captive by vampires in the basement. What happens, oh. what, you know, when that happens in this hy- hypothetical situation, you know? You, you wouldn't want to live in my vampire basement? Hell no. I would live in your it's vampire basement if you were a big vampire lady. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you had a... Uh, a big sense of, uh, you know, big personality. Got, yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got big hairy man titties. Isn't that enough? Doesn't do it for me. Just, just, a, yeah. Oh, I get it, You're... Michael. What are you Sorry. thinking? Uh, if it, if, I think if it tasted all right and would be environmentally like positive, then I would. Cool. 
in terms of the 90s, by the way, guys, I, I, I've actually thought of something. So, I, I mean, we're all, we're, all, we're all 90s kids, right? Yeah, we're all born in the 90s, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and we've, all, we've all got memories of, like, music um, from the 90s, right? Yeah. Um, you know, some epic, epic bands, right? Um, ones I can think about, like, making their biggest singles, like Depeche Mode making their biggest singles, Nine Inch Nails. You got... Um, are uh, 90s band? Yeah, technically. Yeah, I mean, the majority of their like their best work came out in the nineties. Even though like their first album came out in like nineteen eighty nine. Um, technically, I'd say they're like a nineties band. Um, it's almost nineties. There's like garbage. Um, Shaggy, of course. Shaggy, of course. You can't you can't forget Shaggy. Um, uh, what else? Top of my head. NSYNC. Nirvana. Mm. I think Nirvana being one of the biggest ones. So my question to you guys, would like if you were like, you know, in the 90s at the time and like we, we were the same age now, would you want to delve into the music scene a bit more? Would you like, would you guys be more interested in the scene? Because I feel like a lot of love music was born uh, in the 90s. Uh, I feel like it would be like right, uh, like I, I think it's like the perfect time to get, like, get into music, like honestly, like don't get me wrong, there's plenty of amazing bands, you know, around now, but I feel like the music scene in the 90s was just a bit more crazier, seemingly. Me, I, I personally wouldn't, just yeah. because Harvey Weinstein's on the prowl, he's in his prime, he could probably overpower me. <laughs> Uh, I just I keep thinking of that uh, scene in Train Spotting, um, where they go to the nightclub. Yeah, and it's quite interesting because in the sequel they also show a nightclub scene and they they show how the um, the culture has changed. Mm. But I really feel like both those scenes are just two different nightclubs. Yeah, like, and that the nineties culture at the time would have had some like really interesting music. Like yeah. It would have been a really, it would have been a really cool time to get into some obscure '90s songs because, like mm. now, now there's a lot more artists making a lot more music, so it's kind of a bit, it's a bit harder to kind of find something you're into. Whereas uh, and- you're almost, I was going to say you're almost like clutching at straws in the '90s. You're like, oh, I like this kind of group of people. I'm going to be into that. Yeah, yeah, like the stuff you would be into back then would be what someone else showed you, probably, or what you could maybe hear at the radio. True. Because, like, there wasn't, like, an internet or, like, Discover Weekly, Spotify. There was a lot of house and, like, garage music as well from, like, back in the 90s. So it would have been cool to see, like, trip hop and garage and all these different sort of, like, mediums, like, come to life in the 90s, like, like right before you. You know what I mean? Instead of like, listen to it like, you know, on YouTube or Spotify, you know, having everything at your fingertips. It would have been cool to like, spend time with your, like, I feel like that would encourage you to like, hang out with friends more and be more sociable as well. Probably back then, like, thing is, everyone knew someone who was either trying to start a band or was in a band already. Mm. Like, I don't think anyone knew someone that, you know, didn't know someone who was at least not attempting. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Mm. I mean, I, I feel that it's the same now. Like, I have friends. I have plenty of friends uh, that are in bands. 
but I, I would have like liked to see how that would have like taken place like back in like the 90s and like how that would have differed you know what I mean I, I would actually like to see like how a lot of things would have like differed in the 90s because you know we've got like a shrouded like kind of point of view of the 90s like I can only remember a certain amount of things from the 90s or only a small see, you know for example in Slovakia I would say the 90s lasted until like 2007 I mean that's and fair there, there was like there was like this weird mix of like okay okay until 2005 and then 2005 and 2000 until 2010 mm. it was this like very odd mix of 90s and early 2000s because mm. like i mean until 93 we weren't even a country Basically. So you, you were finding your like footing essentially as a country. We we had our footing, but it was inherently tied to Czech Republic. Mm, mm. Like we had like a lot of common history and a lot, a lot of the cultural, like the music and stuff was like, wasn't only ours; it was theirs as well. Yeah, it was very mixed, especially mm. language-wise. So, yeah, I think if you were going to phrase it as like a maybe a like a hypothetical, like a mad hypothetical question, would you only listen to like '90s music for the next year? Uh, and if you, you gave me that hypothetical music, I I could do it. I could do it as well. I think. Yeah, I, I could do, do it. I don't know. I I'm pretty invested in my '70s and '80s music. Like That's I think true. I could. I think I could do it, but I don't think I'd be happy doing it. The, the thing is with 90s music, there was a lot of pioneering going on. Like, again, like with Nine Inch Nails, they made some of the best music that I've like ever heard. But at the same time, there was like a lot of weird stuff that came on the 90s that I, I feel like didn't really get like flushed out until like the 2000s or even like the 2010s. Like um, Scar. Scar, Daft Punk, I feel like. <laughs> like I, I feel like Daft Punk got into their own like just after the 2000s so i really like discovery uh but i i feel like yeah i have to agree with chris to a degree that it would be hard because like there's just so much like good material like even now like you know like this year you know has been great so far last year was really good um there's a there's tons of albums yesterday that were uh yesterday last year that were awesome um so I, I, I think I would find it difficult too. Oh, that's cool. So two for two against. I would, yeah, I would definitely could listen to just nineties music for a year. I feel like there's like a lot of Asian artists that I like no fucking clue about. Oh like the same like a whole, a whole another Yeah, I didn't I, really I just... think of the fact that uh that would be bad. Obviously, I've borrowed bands in other countries around that time. I was kind of thinking from my perspective. I know I've interrupted Matt like twice now. So. Oh, dude, that's fine. Um, I just think about there's the comedian James Acaster, and he had like a mental breakdown at some point in the last like few years. And he like listened, he like devoted himself to listening to music from like 2016. And he says it was like the best year for music ever. And he has a podcast about. Um, 
like the albums that he discovered from 2016 and he like interviews people and he just mm. listens to the most obscure shit and um, well, he said he, he's bought over a hundred albums from that year and gonna, gonna have to agree with that by the way 2016 was a great year for music there's some real crackers I think uh, mm. Black Star yeah, Black Star came out in 2016. Uh, I Like It When You Sleep by uh, The 1975 came out, which is like one of my favorite albums. That was fantastic. My favorite band, Dr. Dog, did an album. I think it was Abandoned Mansion, which mm-hmm. was awesome. I think last week I had Dr. Dog be suggested to me on Spotify with Discover Weekly. We're getting there. <laughs> I, I don't discover Weekly anything. On Spotify, but I, I saw it there and reminded me of you, Matt. Oh, uh, Michael, I know I'm digressing a little bit from the topic at hand, but I uh, so I was listening to Tokyo Sniper and uh, they released a new album like relatively uh, recently. That band, oh, really? Yeah, I should check it out then. Definitely should, it's pretty decent. Came out I'm, late last year. I'm currently delving like really deep into 90s Asian aesthetic. <laughs> but, but like, but like South Asian. I feel like may, maybe Michael, you were like designed to travel back in time and live in the. In, in the you kind of were actually. I'm just, I'm just built different. <laughs> I already time traveled back when I came back to Slovakia from UK. And every every year here, I feel like I'm just going backwards. Well, when you come back to us, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with all the trends that are happening. I'll snap back to reality. All of our clothes have LED strips on them now. Yeah. It's a mix between cyberpunk and a Mad Max universe we live in. Yeah, I killed a man for a glass of water today. I killed a man for an LED. <laughs> <laughs> I killed a man for feedback from Al Kang. <laughs> He's our leader now. He rules the wastes. <laughs> he dyed his hair blonde again. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his bass, he's on top of a map. He's <laughs> got this speaker and his bass on the back of a truck. And he spits fire. Like anyway. music or he's literally spitting fire? Both. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Does any- Okay, so Luke and Michael, we've had yours. Chris. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be a total like mood whiplash. Yeah. Um You know, the nineties was kind of like at the end of a like a point of time where you, you could really traumatize your children. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. What did we have? We had Tamagotchis. You know, what happens you don't look after it for five minutes, it fucking dies. You had... Sounds like my poems. <laughs> you had, like, those kids' TV shows where they would lock the child in a crypt forever if they failed. Like, some menial task. Matilda. And you you don't... Yeah. Matilda, yeah, just a show about a psychic child, child abuse. But one, one thing, one traumatic thing that started to come to an end was that they stopped giving serial killers really cool names. 
<laughs> so my question to you is that what would your like late, the early nineties, like early nineties serial killer name be? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What's really bad is I watched um, I watched Mindhunters. I watched the Netflix series Mindhunters, and they had some really uh, they had some really bad names. Like, okay, so I'll, I'll just tell you a few to sort of inspire you. Unfortunately. Oh um, no! Please. Oh, wait, so in I, New York. Questions oh. before. One question yeah. before. Okay. Do they have to be like, for example? Like Buffalo Bill, or like Sleepy Sam, or like Murderer's Mike. I I feel like uh, Matt's kind of kind of answer that question for you with what he's about to go into. To be honest. Okay, Matt, go on. But you just sort of gave some examples of the kind of names they used to um, use. So one of them is Son of Sam, which was like an infamous killer in New York. Um. Um. Co-ed killer is another one. I don't remember. I'll be honest. A lot. I I, I watched it, but I was. It was kind of almost traumatizing. <laughs> that show. Um, Co-ed killer. Um, yeah, they all. Some of them either picked their own names or they were sort of given uh, the something. The Essex Butcherer, I think, is one from a fictional book I've read, um, and things like that. But I think the more important. It's usually related to how they kill people. <laughs> so is that part of the question? It's like, what well, it, well, it wasn't really part of the question, but like, if you feel that would help influence the name, please feel free. So, so I also develop like work. <laughs> can, can, can I add to this? Can we pick? Can we pick each other's? You know what? That sounds incredible. Yeah, please. Okay. I mean, I'll pref- I, I did have an, e- an idea in mind, and it was something along the lines of, because I do a lot of walking, and I do it at night time, and obviously at the moment there's a, uh, there's a documentary on the Night Stalker, but I thought I could just be an imitation killer, and be something along the lines of the Night Walker. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I love that, I was going to say the killer meter. <laughs> 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 He's a murderer who walks everywhere. <laughs> That's his defining behavior. How did they catch him? <laughs> I won't run, I'll walk. They were, they were looking for him on public transport. That's why they never found him. <laughs> he goes the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> I like. How did he catch him? Just the slowest paced murderer. It's like he's getting away. <laughs> Wait, he's going down a footpath we can't get down in the bit in the car. <laughs> we have to find somewhere you, to park. You got away this time. <laughs> okay, maybe you can help me with mine. So my method would be something like ice cream related. I'd put them off the scent, right? So like I'd either I don't know, maybe a bl- hit them with a block of ice cream, but then you feed them some ice cream. You'd be the like... Raspberry Ripper! Yes! <laughs> that's it! Man, that's the one. Okay. So, Duh. so what, you'd feed people ice cream and then just hit them with a block of ice? No, I, 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 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think no, you'd give them. You'd put it so you'd put it in the microwave for a bit to like warm it up. And then you'd go and you'd <laughs> give it to them and you'd be like, eat some. And they'd like eat some. So so that they're like, oh, they just went out for a stroll and no one forced or like they ate it by their own choice. It was their hands, like because they've got like ice cream on the fingers and the smudge patterns are like correct. <laughs> you only strike at, you only strike at houses that have microwaves. <laughs> Is that like your pattern? No. Uh Sure, yeah, that's how they caught me. <laughs> I only struck out houses with microwaves. <laughs> they set up a dummy house with loads of microwaves in it. It made me more likely to go there. <laughs> There's just so many you couldn't resist. Also, it has to be ice cream they have in the fridge. <laughs> they don't have it has ice to cream. Be their own ice cream. <laughs> All these people got murdered. They were eating their own ice cream. How do you feel about sorbet? Uh, no, it has to be ice cream. Because uh, sorbet's got too much liquid in it. If you microwave it, it turns into water. <laughs> you learnt that when you accidentally threw boiling hot sorbet on someone's face. Yeah, yeah that's how they almost caught me in 96. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Chris, did you have one? Did, yeah. For yourself? Uh, I, I was going to be something like the musky kiss, and I would come out of I would come out of sewers, and uh, my <laughs> calling card would be that I would leave a single smudged kiss upon their window. <laughs> they, they'd be able to smell when I was there, and they, they would smell it. Then they would go looking for the uh, for the you know they smell sewage, and they'd be like, "Quick, yeah. check the windows. He might have been here." Get the get the sniffer dogs in. We can't. <laughs> The trails okay, lead I, I, back to the sewer. I, I figured mine mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I would be the Boston tea drinker. And my pattern of murders would be people who microwave their tea. Like they microwave the water to make tea. That would be my pattern. <laughs> or maybe just like bad tea drinkers, like people who drink tea with like too much sugar or like no, I, I don't know. I, I like to think that's really marketable because eventually when you guys have like movie franchises about your lives, uh, the Boston tea drinker can have a crossover with uh, the Raspberry Ripper due to the microwave connection. <laughs> I, I, and I think the way I would murder people would be I would I, Put them, put them into like giant tea bags and then lob them into a sea or river. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. What would your cat? What would you say to them before, just after you've dunked them in? Hmm. I know. I need to figure out something cool. You wouldn't say anything. Like, you just start beating them with a giant teaspoon. I would, I would, they would get mugged. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Would you leave like the giant um, like string with a piece of paper on the edge of the riverbank so people can pull them out? Yeah. That would be like the floater bit. That's that's not <laughs> that one's not even serious. That's just a Batman villain. 
Can, can we stop for a moment that Batman just goes around and beats up people with mental issues? Yeah, he's a hero. Because <laughs> that's what heroes do. Uh, okay, I, I think we're, we're all decided on our villain names then. <laughs> I think so. Villain. I love it. Then Michael, that will make it. We're all going to be on Mindhunter season three, and it's going to be the most interesting season ever. <laughs> These four heroes actually met together and planned. <laughs> Ten years before they started killing. <laughs> Ten years after they started. Ten years after. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my hypothetical? I've never I'm been more ready. Okay, what was the best thing about the 90s, Chris? Ooh. Ooh, just the best thing in general. Yeah. Fuck. You've really put me on the spot here. So, obviously, the music and stuff was good. But you know what? You know what the best thing is? Maybe just like in terms of just real talk. So, maybe like I was about to say something about early social media, but that even might have been fucking pre nineties. But this okay. This might be a bit of a tangent, but. We were quite lucky is that obviously we growing up we did have some social media we had myspace and bebo and we did all our standard stupid ass shit but we were lucky enough for both of those to get shut down so we had a reset you know what i mean clean slate clean slate kids don't i feel like this i feel this isn't even relative to the 90s anymore i think this might just be a tangent <laughs> wrong see oh you have something in mind Yes, it was the TV series Seinfeld. <laughs> and the reason it was the best series ever is because they never did any crossovers. So, in this new hypothetical uh, reality, um, you are now the producer, head honcho of the TV series Seinfeld. They're going into their final season. They've got to end it with a bang. Hang on a second. No. You say, Let's bring, let's, let's, let's bring some new life to the series. We're going to continue for another eight series, but do a crossover with another popular 90s uh, TV media. I already know what I want. What 90s uh, crossover do you do with the cast of Seinfeld? Easy. I don't mind. Easy. <laughs> okay, go, go Chris. Right. Quantum Leap. <laughs> You can already see how that's going to be incredible. Explain an episode. Pitch me an episode. Okay. Okay. What was the main guy in Quantum Leap called again? I fucking can't remember. Fucking... I was going to say fucking... Fucking Phil Wozniak, but that's the fucking guy from Apple. It's Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak. Um... Steve, Steven, Steve. Yeah, so oh, fucking Scott, Scott Bakula as Dr. Sam Becker. Yeah, so fucking Ziggy snaps, fucking zaps Scott Bakula into the body of fucking George Constanza, and uh... <laughs> what? He's a better George. Yeah, and uh, they, they all get really fucking suspicious, <laughs> and hijinks ensue. So is that like? The, the whole the whole season the next season is just like everyone being suspicious of George yeah <laughs> I love that that that's awesome that's so good or maybe into Newman or something oh no probably George I think George would be better actually that's a, that's straight up just like a Seinfeld episode it'd be like 
if you're like George, I don't know, um, George gets like a health scare and so he decides for a day he's going to be nicer and then everyone's just like on his case about it. Like, that's literally an episode of Seinfeld. I love it. Michael, what are you thinking? Okay, so... So last, my crossover is instead of the opening track, instead of dun 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 dun, starts with. I actually can sing it. Okay, Seinfeld crossover with now Genesis Evangelion. After the end of Evangelion. Jerry and George are one of the first ones to reform themselves. And George just keeps complaining for a whole season about all the things he misses. You're just describing it's... like a literal nightmare for me. <laughs> You're gonna have to ex explain the um, the plot of... is it Ivan... Oh. oh, Michael, please do. Okay, so, I have no idea what the year is, but let's say it's 90s. <laughs> and so now it takes place in New York instead of Tokyo. So New York is under attack by these mysterious creatures called angels, which are these gigantic monsters in various shapes or forms. And so do, in George, this scenario... George finally contacts George again. And tells him he needs to pilot an Eva. Which is a giant robot designed to kill my enemies. <laughs> 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 the cast of Seinfeld in fucking mech on the same sort of like level, I really feel like you could put them in. Um, uh, oh, what's that film called with the big Jaegers? Well, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. I know it's not the same as Evangelical or the show you're talking about, um, but I could I could see them in that as well. It'd be hilarious. No. Imagine George, fucking George and Seinfeld having to like merge brains in that weird robot shit. <laughs> they have to all feel like the same wavelength. How the hell would they ever manage that? No, they're really good because they're on opposite wavelengths. Oh, do you know what what would be amazing? What if it if it have had to be uh, Jerry and Newman? <laughs> they had to pilot one of the mechas to get in. <laughs> It's like every, every time they go into the cockpit together, it's like, Jerry, Newman. <laughs> I love it. That's it. We'll pitch that. We'll pitch that Monday. Luke, have you got any ideas? To be honest, the last time I saw uh, Seinfeld was probably like half a decade ago, so I can't really remember much of Seinfeld, if I'm being brutally honest. 
Alistair. It's all good. I've never even watched Seinfeld. Well, um, should I should I give you my suggestion? One. Yeah. Okay. And I I don't think this would. I think this would just add more. Would just add new life to it. Would just spice it up a little bit. And I reckon I reckon you could get a minimum of eight more series out of Seinfeld if you added this one character, this one 90s character. That's right. I'm talking about Alf. <laughs> I would be all over that shit. For people who don't Alf. know, Alf is just like this weird, like, fox bipedal alien that was in some 90s show where he joins just like a suburban household, but he like eats cats. And he's just like, a, he's just charming. He's just like this charming alien. But he's also a bit of a psychopath. He's still charming, he fucked my mom. But I can see him fitting so well into like the New York scene with, with Jerry and uh, George and all those characters. Like he'd just become one of the crew. He'd just like, he'd get up to all sorts of hijinks. Like he'd park his car on the wrong side of the street and then he'd get a ticket and then he'd eat all the cats in that person's building and and then yeah, Jerry's dating someone in that building and he eats a cat and it would be hilarious it'd be so good would they acknowledge that he's like an alien puppet I, or is he just like a regular New Yorker just he's uh, like a he's just a little fucking alien guy let's be honest they already deal with uh, Kramer George. So I, I think I think he stands out less than them, to be honest. So no, I don't think it would ever be addressed. <laughs> but they'd find him like doing weird shit, like making like he'd he'd like turn radios into fucking like transmitter beams and shit. He'd like turn Jerry's toaster, he'd like modify Jerry's toaster so it cooks toast faster. It'd be like his thing. Modifies <laughs> toaster so it sends messages seven minutes into past. I, I, there'd just be like an episode where he's like, that like, he's messing around with Jerry's computer and he's like, hang on, I'm just uploading a couple of tunes to, uh, to the internet. And Jerry's like, what? It's the internet. And then I was like, I oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I was thinking Seinfeld and X-Files, but that just sounds like a bit different Scooby-Doo. I mean, has life action Scooby-Doo ever failed? I don't think so. Uh, live action Velma is the reason why I'm heterosexual. It's true. I didn't know what my penis did before that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I, I think... <laughs> on that note, boys, I think that's it. Thank you for joining us today, Luke. Do you want to have anything you need to shout out? Anything you need to plug? You got a new book in the works? Uh, no, I don't have anything in the works at the moment, but um, yeah, I appreciate you guys offering me along. You want to shout out your Twitch channel or something? No, that's all good. I'll leave it for now. Okay, dog. He spits in the face of my generosity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He doesn't want to know about clouds. It's just that I'm not streaming at the moment, so as soon as I get back into it, maybe then. Hi guys, are you sick of our terrible goddamn ideas? Do you have a better one? 
send your suggestions to hypothetical at gmail.com.